Welcome to the Degenerates Clubhouse, a place for less than distinguished gentlemen to discuss nonsense and fuck all tomfoolery. With your hosts Aaron and Armando. Honestly, who's going to listen to this? What a couple of stupid fucking cunts. And welcome, welcome one and all, to episode number 32. Are we on 32 already? 32. Español con Armando. 32. That's 32 in Spanish. Every time you do the countdown, like before we record, like you go three, two, for like a split second, I start thinking of uh, David Bowie's uh, Space Odyssey, like ground control to Major Tom. I don't know. I'm an idiot. That That's exactly what's in my head when I'm doing that. I can't believe you could mind read from across the country. Amazing. But just hours ago, you weren't across the country. You were in Denver. We were in the same car. Nonetheless, so we're going to we're going to work our way to that yep. on the docket on the schedule for today. We're going to try to do some quick ask Reddit, some Florida man, maybe new on Netflix. We'll see if we're feeling it or not. And then we're just going to give Aaron Armando's guide to Denver, which I'm sure that's what everyone's tuning in for. You want to <laughs> hear hear our thoughts about Denver. I mean, Mondo, who, who saw it for all of like a day and a half and me who is, uh, has, I've been out here for a while. I can tell you about very specific hiking trails, but due to my, my health issues, I've been somewhat limited, but Hey, Hey, I'm underselling it. What are you, what are you talking? We're, we're, we're basically Denver experts at this point. And, uh, I, I think there's some funny stories and things that we can tell you about places that you might not have known. So with that in mind, let's jump right into it, Mondo. We're going to start with ask Reddit and our, our, our question uh, perhaps not the deepest and profound this week, but it says, change a single word in a famous quote with penis. How does it turn out? So Muhammad Ali says, don't count the days, make the days count. And you replace days as a don't count the penis, make the penis count. I like that. <laughs> M- mine is a Mark Twain quote. It's not the size of the penis in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the penis. Yeah. <laughs> I like the first one you kind of uh, ran off uh, earlier, the Scarface one. That was a good well, one. Well, no, so, so so that was from the answers. You're, oh, okay. You're jumping ahead. Gotcha. Uh, let me read some of the, the answers that, that people said. And, yeah, it was a Scarface quote. Uh, I think everyone's probably heard it. It was, say hello to my little penis. Tony Montana. <laughs> and there's also a famous Mike Tyson one where it's, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth and that was changed to everyone has a plan until they get penis in the mouth can you imagine if dr martin luther king like went up on the podium and like i have a little penis that one you day. really fixed it in a little thing you, oh, you yeah, heard because yeah, I, I, I told you the tony montana quote and you can't separate the fact that in his quote it is say hello to my little friend yeah and and you so you keep trying to Mondo, is there something you you need to you need to tell us? Are you, no, but is, just, there, is there some sort of like Freudian insecurity that is coming out right now from this quote? No, no, but but it does make it just even a, a smaller degree funnier. Haha, <laughs> smaller. It makes it a little bit funnier if you add little in front of it as well. But yeah, you're right. It was just replaced penis. But I have a penis that one day, black boys and girls. <laughs> You know, the, you know the quote. I'm not going to finish it. There are more quotes. This actually, this whole thread is kind of a gem. There is, uh, who was this? Was this JFK? I feel like it was JFK. I regret that I have but one penis to give. Who was that? Do you know that quote? No. I regret no. that I have. 
Oh no, 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 I was wrong. That was that was Nathan Hale. Yeah, I got one famous quote. I got one that's from a movie though, from Forrest Gump. What is that? Life is like a box of little penis. Oh wait, life is like a box of penis. Sorry. <laughs> wow, this is just getting sad at the at this point. <laughs> My bad. Like everyone, everyone just feels sorry for Armando. As long as okay, you know what? As long as you're just using the word little and not micro, that's where it just takes a, a tragic turn. I, my, I'm I'm average, bro. I, I'm pretty sure I'm average. I think I think every like my entire body is shrunk, but uh, you know, when I was younger, felt like I had a hammer of steel between my legs. If you know what I'm saying. Let me let me just bang through some of the, these other quotes. Sure. Penis in the hand beats two in the bush. Like it. That one wasn't too bad. A a king's time as a ruler rises and falls like the penis. That's actually that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, now, so now they're starting to to go downhill. You must be the penis you wish to see in the world. Ooh, oh, this is a good one. Sp- speak softly and carry a big penis. How about uh, uh, how about uh, Darth Vader, Luke? I am your penis. That really wouldn't make sense in context, but I think that would freak Luke out a lot more than the actual reveal. I mean, and Darth Vader, to be fair, did look like a giant black dildo. His head, his helmet head, for sure. He looked like a top of a dick. Anyhow. What if he looked down, he's like, after Darth Vader says, Luke, I am your penis. He looks down and like, there's like a little mini Darth Vader dick hanging between his legs all of a sudden. That'd be yeah, cool. now we're in like a strange surrealist porn film. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there, there was lots of weird uh, incestual stuff going on in, in the, the Star Wars franchise, but... Let's let's not dive too deep into that. Sure. Oh God, look at this! I'm I was just scrolling through that and I found Star Wars quotes and and it was uh, <laughs> telling you it dude. goes Leia, I love penis, Han, I know. See, I, I'm I'm telling you, dude. Our phones listen to us, whether you don't believe it or not. I'm not conspiracy theorist or anything, but yeah, but Armando, Ar- this this isn't on our phone. It was posted by a user six hours ago. Oh, okay. Well, what if? I'm just kidding. Let, let's move on. Sure. Maybe, maybe maybe cut out a little bit of the end of that. We we that was supposed to be short short and sweet like Armando's penis, and we just hey. went a little bit too long, hey. like my penis. Stop it. That's not what she said. Um, and if she did say it, then you stop because no means no. That's not a joke. It, it, it was a joke in context, but it's also not a joke. It's a joke and not a joke. Understood. Checking in on the weekly mayhem in Florida. We have an article with the headline, Woman in Motorized Wheelchair Robs Downtown Jacksonville Bank. Police Take Suspect into Custody Not Long After Robbery Reported. Dude, that's ballsy because like, it's an instant getaway vehicle, but it only goes like two miles an hour. I don't know how you do it. She she went on like the, the slowest speed chase. You know how they always have high-speed chases with the choppers and everything? Like I'm just picturing... A low, low speed chase. Like she's going actually like down the highway in this motorized like granny chair, like three miles per hour. There's choppers following her and there's these cop cars just slowly rolling behind her. Sirens blaring. I would, I would tune into that. I can imagine them like laying out those like tire spikes. (laughs) Like we're going to get her. (laughs) They're laying tire spikes out like a mile in front and it takes her like, it takes her like two hours to get to it. Because is she going so slow? That would be funny. That actually sounds like a, a gag from like an Austin Powers movie or something like that. Jacksonville, Florida, a bank located blocks away from the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office headquarters, was robbed Monday by a woman in a motorized wheelchair, authorities said. The bank robbery was reported about noon at the region's bank branch 
on Bay Street near Laura Street. I'm glad that they got the specific streets. Police said the woman showed up to discuss an account, but she got in an argument with a teller that escalated when she threatened to kill everyone in the bank and announced she was robbing the place, according to the sheriff's office. Holy shit. Did that ever happen when you, when you worked at a bank? No. We've had elderly patrons of the bank get like robbed at the ATM like immediately outside the, the bank. Like during business hours too, so there's like people everywhere. But that, so we've had elderly people get robbed, but no, 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 we've never been robbed by someone in a little rascal. So do you think she went in there with the intent of robbing it, or did she just get in an argument, get pissed, and you know, like, you're like fuck it, you know what, bank robbery on my bucket list. Today's the day. Maybe it was in the back of her mind. Maybe it was kind of like you know, money's a money can be a frustrating thing for some people, like the issue, the topic of money. So maybe she's in there with the intent of like, hey, I just want to withdraw some money, and then, and then she's like, fuck it, I'm going ape shit. My bank account's balance isn't where I thought it was. Now I'm just gonna rob you, motherfuckers. Give me your money. The woman left the bank after she was given some cash, and she was taken into custody nearby. A short time later, police said. No weapon was seen during the robbery, according to police, and no one inside the bank was hurt. Wait, did this this woman straight up robbed a bank with no weapon? Well, to be fair, anything that it's FDIC insured, like the uh, especially the higher profile banks, like they they train tellers. Like even if someone just gives you a note, like they train you to just surrender the money. But um, the idea is they slip some of the like the fixed money or some of the the trap money too, along with some of the real money. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they train you. They'd rather you just let them get away and let the FBI take care of it from there, or not, not the FBI, but the the, the uh, police or whatever. So like, I'm I'm picturing this woman. Like, she's got to be an older woman, right? Definitely has like huge oversized sunglasses, probably like a ratty tank top, shorts that are like way too big for her. She's a little bit overweight. She's got an unlit cigarette just hanging out of her mouth rolls literally rolls into this bank and gets pissed off and is like fuck it i'm robbing this place <laughs> hell yeah just i think i think this was a spur of the moment robbery she's no no gun no plan it was you know like fuck it give me the money <laughs> see i make a getaway in my wheelie and i remember saying as such during one of the earlier florida man uh episodes about how Florida man had a vehicle and like dude i was right they have they have like a rascal is the florida man vehicle of choice you know what i mean it has to be i think there's sort of like a, a pantheon of florida men kind of like the avengers so she's a relatively low tier she's like the like the hawkeye or the black widow of the avengers um, <laughs> there's more there's more powerful florida men out there that are either driving crazy trucks or like tractors or things like that she's a, a, a powerful hero i mean but i don't know if she gets her own standalone movie in the florida man franchise is what i'm saying that was this week in florida man this was this was <laughs> this was a, an adventure of a of a, a uh, an article and i really want to see the sequel i want to see this woman get out and try some other more higher stakes robberies in her motorized wheelchair and uh, with no weapons yeah yeah. So that concludes Florida Man, and moving right along, we've got new on Netflix. New on Netflix. This show is, uh, if you're a fan of the original animated series, there was a, a show about Da Vinci, the fifth Ninja Turtle. Did you ever watch that one? Did I watch the original Ninja Turtles or or the, uh, Da Vinci, the fifth Ninja da, Turtle? Da Vinci, the fifth Ninja Turtle. He was like a mystery Ninja Turtle that no one ever knew about. Well, so I, w- I was a fan 
of the original Ninja Turtles. I think like every every kid at the time. And if you guys are not familiar with the premise of the Ninja Turtles, there was a mutagen that it would turn an animal into whatever animal it had spent the most time around, if that makes sense. So Ooze. there was a sort of samurai master that had, had to fly to flee, uh, I guess, Japan, and he was hiding in the sewers, and he had these pet turtles, and they were all exp- exposed to the mutagen. And since the turtles were around him, the turtles became more human-like. And since he was around rats, he became a giant rat, which doesn't really make sense because <laughs> it sounds like, to me, when I when I think about it, saying it right now, I'm like, he probably also should have turned it into a turtle. They should have just all been turtles, but or turtle whatever. turtle rats, turtle rats. They they wanted they wanted different. Oh, that's terrifying! <laughs> just like a really hairy turtle. Uh. But yeah, they wanted some some uh, variety. They were wise cracking because they were teenagers apparently at, at 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 the time of the show, and they liked to eat pizza and they skateboarded. And, and uh, they all had their different personalities. Do you remember the personalities of all the turtles? Yeah. Michelangelo was like the party guy, Cowabunga. He, he was the party dude. How dare you? Sorry. He wasn't a party guy. He's a party dude. Oh, my bad. Have some, put some respect. Put some respect on his name. Gotcha. Michelangelo. I mean, you know, the, the, the painter of the Sistine Chapel and also a turtle who liked to eat pizza and could break dance. And Donatello, what did, what did he do? He did... Donatello was like the kind of the brainier one, right? If, if I'm not mistaken. Do you remember the... I, I, I always thought it was so funny. It was Donatello Does Machines in oh, the, uh, the song. The theme yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, exactly. He was like the inventor and everything. And they used like broken English <laughs> to describe the smart one. They're like, Donatello Does Machines. <laughs> and then there's Raphael, who really, frankly, doesn't deserve to be in uh, this thing. And, and Bamanda, this is why I'm a little bit confused by your by your choice um but we're, we're, we're getting there <laughs> Raphael, uh he was he was i think supposed to be cool but rude he was like the one with attitude but do you remember the fourth one leonardo uh-huh oh what painter was he named after my bad well maybe maybe <laughs> maybe, maybe the fifth ninja turtle was named after someone else i don't know Something now, Galileo. There you go, Galileo. Galileo, the fifth. Yeah, Galileo is a, a philosopher. I don't not give a, a shit. It sounds cool. And just, just to be fair, like uh, da Vinci was a freaking genius. I mean, they were all amazing painters. Um, but Leonardo da Vinci, he was like an inventor. Like he had these sketches. He had he had sketches of a helicopter. Like he just in his mind, he didn't have the ability or like the technical know-how. Like he didn't know how to make a combustion engine. But he just freaking came up with the concept of a helicopter. He's like, yeah, this will work, and drew it. So frankly, I was I was really upset because I'm like, it should be Leonardo does machines. Then you could have kind of taken it from there. And yeah, I thought Raphael didn't really even deserve to be in the be in the canon of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm trying to think. I'm as you know, I think you know, we talked about it a little bit. I, I did go to Whittier College on an art scholarship. Part of that I had to take art history in the, the amazing Whittier College art department. So I should have learned this. I should I should be able to just uh, rattle off like a bunch of different Renaissance painters. I know there's Botticelli, but that painting it's the famous one if you've ever seen it, it's it's Venus standing in a seashell. So I don't, I don't know if we want a Botticelli. Nah. Plus the name sounds goofy. It doesn't sound cool. There was Titian, like my, Michelangelo. What about Van? What about Van Gogh? 
Well, I mean, that was Impressionism. That wasn't Renaissance. Oh, God, it's got to be Renaissance. I didn't know. My bad. But you know what? Let's let's go with Van Gogh, Mondo. I like it because Van Gogh was mentally ill, <laughs> like the, the painter, right? <laughs> Makes sense if he's a fifth Ninja Turtle. I like it. I like it. We, we have like a, a, a spinoff of the fifth Ninja Turtle, and he just has like straight up like dementia. And it's really unclear if he's actually a turtle or he's just a mental patient, and this is all like a hallucination. <laughs> like he like thinks he's in the sewer. He thinks his friends are other like giant turtles. You're seeing everything through his eyes in the show, and the whole time you're like, it's possible this is real, and there's a secret mutagen. Like he's like really into conspiracies, uh, conspiracy theories. He's like, yeah, the government's watching us. They listen to us through our phones, and like chemtrails are them spreading the mutagen to the population. And once it hits Ooh. saturation, we're all gonna turn into different turtles. And I got exposed to the mutagen. He because ha- I got it. He hangs out with Tenth Planet Jiu-Jitsu Eddie Bravo, and that's why he's heavy into conspiracy theories. And his weapon is he has no weapon. He just does jujitsu. And that is sort of a weapon unto itself, right? Yeah. It's a weapon of the body. Jujitsu and wrestling does really ruin a lot of movies for me. Like, it, it's extremely hard for me to watch uh, Cobra Kai and suspend disbelief enough to be like, oh, yeah, what they're doing would practically work anywhere ever. <laughs> the way that this, wow, this is really going off the rails, but I have to almost put myself in the mind state of watching like a Marvel movie where, like, yeah, like in this universe, superheroes exist and people can fly and turn into green monsters and crawl on walls. Like, this is, this is a suspension of disbelief, and you just have to accept that in this universe, these things can happen. And when I watch Cobra Kai, I'm like, yeah, this is a different alternate universe. And in this universe, karate is an actual effective means of of self-defense and martial arts. And anyone who just knew how to do a double leg takedown wouldn't be uh, completely overwhelming for them. What about Stephen Thompson? He's a karate man. Yeah, sort of. And but he also or Lyoto Machida. Well, Lyoto Machida didn't do particularly well, but they also had to to learn um, like actual like wrestling and martial arts or they would just be taken down immediately true that if you recall early stephen thompson wow we're like way off the. <laughs> i'm gonna have to cut this early stephen thompson tri- fought matt brown and matt brown's like i'm not a great wrestler but you have no idea what you're doing i'm just gonna take you down and beat the fuck out of you which is what he did back to the fifth ninja turtle that somehow ties into the the season finale of uh the van gogh uh ninja turtles spinoff <laughs> the last thing because we we flew through all that which was fine. That was the goal. That's what we're going for. I think this is where we offer what really everybody tuned in for was our unofficial guide to Denver because Armando flew in on, it was Tuesday, right? Yeah. So I'd been interviewing here and there and an opportunity came up in Commerce City, Colorado, which is about, I don't know, 20, 20 minutes uh, east, 30 minutes east of Lakewood where Aaron resides they hit me up on a Sunday. They're like, or Sunday? Was it Sunday or Monday? I forget. They're like, hey, would you be willing to come out to Colorado and meet with us Wednesday or Thursday? I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, for sure. So it was very unplanned um, at like at all. Um, I contacted Aaron. I was like, hey, man, this kind of sprang up on me. Would you be willing to, uh, <laughs> would you be willing to house me for a day or two so I can go, you know, do the second interview with these guys in person and uh yeah i flew out tuesday i landed four o'clock ish i believe four o'clock ish mountain time 
Aaron and his family were kind enough to house me and uh, feed me and take care of me while I was out there. It was a good time. What I figured was you had had really limited time to, to see the city. And obviously, we were not going out. We're, there's still COVID considerations and all that kind of stuff. I figured maybe I could try to give uh, a brief overview of like some of the nightlife and hot spots that you didn't really get a chance to see. And you for sure, like ask questions. I mean, I think some of that's entertaining. You know, anything else um, that you want to know about Denver, I can try to answer the best of my abilities. I've been here for a little bit. Yeah, I was totally a tourist, and I was in. I was. I was basically in Aaron's hands. Like I was like, "Hey, Aaron, I, you know, my, I have nothing planned. No, 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 no events, no agenda." Aaron thought it'd be a good idea to show me some of the neighborhoods, so I can get. So if if cross my fingers, I do get employee out in the Denver area, then I can have an idea of some of the neighborhoods, what the goings on are. So we went to. So, so let me let me stop you there because the neighborhoods yeah. that I, I showed you were places that you might want to move to that would be uh, accessible and a good drive to the place you're interviewing at. Right. Those aren't the spots to go out in. Not really. Yeah. So so let me let me kind of format it like like this. You remember where downtown, right? That was where the big tall buildings were. Yeah. Yeah. So there's basically what is it, four or five like I would say like major hotspots in Denver. And that's one of the things I like about Denver. There's a lot of like little neighborhoods or areas that people go out in. Most of them anyways are sort of surrounding downtown, but they're not in downtown. The first one uh, I, I think most people just call it like ballpark, like because it is it is close to the ballpark where the Colorado Rockies play. So that's that's very close to downtown. It's just a little bit what is it a little, little bit north, I guess. That probably would not be our scene at this point. That is where the drunk twenty year olds and college kids go. It's it <laughs> on a normal night. It's just like a. It's kind of like looks like a Walking Dead sort of scenario but it's just like a sea of like drunk overgrown children just wandering through the streets aimlessly so that that that's I, i'm sure fun for some people yeah that's something that's like i'm i'm on the same page in that sense where like that like we're 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 years removed from that being as part of like what we consider fun and if i did something like that it'd be like once every couple months like hey let's go out to ballpark or it gets nuts just for shits and giggles but that's not that's not my scene really anymore, for sure. That would have been fun in, in maybe our early twenties, but I'm I'm forty now. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you just decide one night you're like, I want to try to hook up with the twenty year old. Uh-huh, that's what I mean. Once every couple months, go there. But um, to the ballpark. The next spot, I'm kind of just I guess going in a almost like in a circle. That it's definitely a big hot spot is Colfax. So that's that's kind of east of downtown. Uh, and there's, there's a big, we, we were actually on Colfax for a minute. We crossed it. It's a big East West running street. The spot that people go out, it's East of downtown. Colfax is a trip. It's not quite as crazy as it used to be. There's some live venues there. There's some uh, interesting bars and by interesting, like divey sort of bars. There's like gay bars. There's like kind of like punk bars. I remember, God, I was, I was dropping, I because I, I drove Lyft for, for a few months, like four, four or five years ago, and I was dropping someone off there because they're like, yeah, there is a, uh, the hell is it called? There, it was like a cabaret slash like dominatrix show. Oh shit! 
And I was like, what the fuck? Like, what is this? And they were explaining to me. So they're like, it's kind of like a circus, but there's dancing and there's a lot of, there's like, it's not full nudity. And I was like, holy, um, can I get a ticket? <laughs> I'm going to park and see this. Um, Colfax is also the destination when, when it was Pride Week and there, it was the Pride Parade. Uh-huh. I remember dro- dropping people off. Very excited people. Like that, I really felt like I was, I was part of the gay community on that night. Cause I, every, every uh, fair, no matter where I was, wanted to go to Colfax, drop someone off. And I'm like kind of waiting to get a little, little ping and pick someone else up. And I'm like, is that a dude blowing another dude behind that dumpster? Is that really, that is, you know what? I feel like that really happened. What's that? Oh yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Holy they, shit. They, Gross. on Colfax, they were, they were just going wild on, uh, the, the, the day of the pride parade. Well, the night of, of the pride parade. You know what? I was like, gentlemen, you have at it. This is your, this is your day. I felt connected with the, the Denver gay community. Uh, not, not, not quite as connected as those two gentlemen were, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know about doing that kind of stuff in public. I have a problem. You like to blow guys in private or? No, no. Listen, like Mike Berbiglia, I share that in common where like just public displays of affection are like, yeah, no one wants to see that shit. I- <laughs> Monday, you weren't there. There wasn't, there wasn't that much affection in that act. It was, it was oh, very no. aggressive. Oh no! In Colfax, it's not just the gay scene. There, like I said, there, there's music venues. There's, it, but it, it is sort of like a weird eclectic kind of feel to it. So Colfax is is definitely a, a scene that I, I wouldn't mind going to every so often. The place that I actually went to Col- in Colfax was a, a Kava bar. Have you ever been to one, or do you know what Kava is? Uh, Kava, like C A V A. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know what that is, but it sounds like coffee bar. No, it's it's actually almost the opposite of coffee. So it, it's uh, yeah. And the place I recommend this if anyone wants to just have something different, a different experience, go to this this place called Kava Sutra. I mean, obviously a play on Kama Sutra. Kava is it's it's a crop. It's made from from kava kava in the Pacific Islands. It has a very bitter taste, but in that bar, they know how to prepare it. The best way I could describe it is it makes you feel like you're drunk without any of the mental things. So like that like like relaxed, like loosey-goosey feeling, kind of like almost sometimes like you're underwater. You feel like that, but you're not mentally impaired at all. Huh, why have I never heard of this shit? That's crazy. I've never heard of this. I'll read an overview. Kava is a beverage or extract that is made from Piper... I don't know how you say that. A plant native to the Western Pacific Islands in the South Pacific, kava is a popular social drink similar to alcohol in Western societies. It's consumed as a beverage in ceremonies to promote relaxation. And it can be a little toxic to your liver, but I don't think any more than alcohol. I've, re- I've enjoyed it. I mean, I've, I've been to that bar like two, three times and it's you go, they make these like big kava drinks. You just feel super relaxed and chilled out, but mentally you're fine and you're not fucked up. So I, I've enjoyed that. That's Colfax. You want some weird, different stuff, hit up the facts. And I still think it's hilarious that, that 15 years ago, the first place my parents moved to was like right off of Colfax. And I got there and I saw the area. I'm like, what are you guys doing, you maniacs? <laughs> the next place was called the Highlands, which is sort of like northwest of, of downtown. Usually it's a little, that's a little bit of an older group. That's like 30-somethings. You know the the restaurants bars are a little bit fancier. I'm trying to remember. I don't think we went by the Highlands when I when I gave you a tour. That would be considerably classier than Colfax. Most places are. So no dudes blowing dudes in alleys. 
No, I mean they would. They would. It certainly get a, a a bathroom stall, or probably just go back to their apartments. <laughs> there, there were a lot of fancy high rises that went up close to the Highlands, or like nice buildings. So that that's that's like where like the young professionals, you know, who are like software engineers and things live. They're in the Highlands because it, it's it actually has a little bit of a suburban sort of city feel to it. Um, but it's like super close to downtown and everything else. And I'm trying to remember there, there was one bar that like, I think used to be a mortuary. That's, and that's, that was the place that always, I'm, I'm actually trying to look it up right now. Interesting. That, cause that was a place, a place I, I remember picking people up a, a bunch. I recall Bollocker and this was, you know, what, 20, 15, 20 years ago, I think saying that there was a, a place that used to be like a chapel or a church that they made into like a, a big bar nightclub type type of thing. But again, I don't know that th- th- things change right in 15 years. Maybe that's not around anymore. But I, I remember him telling me something along those lines. I don't know where it was in, in relation to Denver. I can't remember. The, I never went out in the Highlands. It was far away from where I lived. And that was not my scene. That was more like, oh, what am I talking about? I did go. The times I went to the Highlands it was when I first got into Denver and I was dating a lot more. I was like, I don't want to seem like a complete scumbag. I'll take, <laughs> I'll, I'll, you know, I'll take a, gr- a girl out to uh, one of the nicer establishments in like the Highlands area. That's going out and trying to show that you are not a complete degenerate. Little did I know, years later, we would make a podcast <laughs> called the Degenerates Clubhouse. Um, Sucker. And the the last big one, and this is my, I saved the best I think for last was South Broadway. South Broadway is a, a, another really long north-south running strip. Like a section, of, there's a section of South Broadway that is called the Green Mile. Ooh. Uh, and I'm going to give you a hint. I'm going to let you guess, Romano. I'm, but it's, I'll tell you, it's not because uh, it has anything to do with the Tom Hanks film. Can you guess uh, why they call it the Green Mile? Mm, well, if, the, if, if you're going to count out big black dudes that can cure like illnesses by inhaling the disease and then spitting out bees. I, I don't know. Why, why do they call Actually, it? Actually, you're, you're very close. <laughs> what? There is a section of South Broadway where it's just marijuana paraphernalia. Oh, it's, really? Oh, the, yeah, okay. uh, so I, the word I was looking for, I'm a little bit tired. The word I was looking for was dispensary. There is marijuana dispensary after dispensary after dispensary. There's like 20 of them in this one mile radius. Holy shit. I, you know what? I forgot about that. I, I like... I just, it just now, I was like, oh yeah, Colorado, it's legal too. Duh. It has been so for a while. It was the first state to make it legal, if you recall. Oh yeah, probably. You're probably right. Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, that, that's just objective fact. Um, okay. All right. Blow your roll. That's, that spot on South Broadway, it, it, it's uh, just a little bit like, uh, like west of Wash Park, if you're trying to find it. And there's like a, a good variety of bars. They're like, they're not super fancy, but they're not. Complete dive bars. There's some, like some smaller, like real small music venues. Um, there's some nice bars. Like there's a good variety. I used to go there uh, because it was walking distance from my apartment. There were uh, like like open mics, and there's a pre- actually for for comedy, and there actually is a pretty good comedy scene in Denver. So you could go and see uh, some of the local comics like working out new material. It was pretty cool. I mean, and there was a whole bunch of stuff like that in that South Broadway strip. And I always enjoyed that. Yeah, I, I, I'm probably going to want to explore all of them at some point for sure. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to be, and I say that now, I don't want to be locked indoors all day. 
Um, definitely because if, if knock on wood, I become a transplant from California to Colorado, I'm going to want to like, I'm going to want to explore. I'm going to want to see all the crazy shit, you know? Oh, we, we, we talked about, especially because we got the half marathon coming up. Aaron uh, was kind enough to kind of show me some of the trailheads and what have you that were out there. And that's something that for sure, like trip, like getting out there and running is going to be something that I want to be wanting to do. Getting out there, maybe finding some fishing spots. Is something else I'm gonna want to do? Going on hikes, you know that kind of thing. So yeah, but you're explaining to me that most of that stuff is all west, like closer to the 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 Rockies or whatever the the mountain ranges. Well, yeah. So, so I think most people envision Denver as like it's right there, and then there's there's the mountains, um, which th- there's a big section uh, of of uh, Denver, Greater Denver area called Aurora, which to me it almost has more of like a like Kansas City kind of like more of like a rundown like Midwest vibe uh and then when you get past that there's there's a whole part of Colorado that might as well be Kansas the the traffic in Denver is nowhere near as bad as Los Angeles but yeah if if you're coming from Aurora it could take you you know anywhere from an hour to 90 minutes if you're leaving at the wrong time to actually get to all the trails and the hiking and things like that. So all all of those activities are going to be on in the western part of the city cuz yeah, that's that's where the the mountains start. So so I'm going to totally take advantage of all that. Here's one, I guess I guess not really a question. I'm going to, you know, things go as, as as planned. Things go well for me and I move out there. Um, it might not be something I do right away, but I'm I'm certainly going to want to start like looking to get back into dating and stuff, especially now that I've been out of the quote-unquote dating game for several years now, by by choice. Like, I just felt it was kind of weird to, like, hey, I'm going to go start dating and hooking up with chicks, but I have nowhere to take them. And, oh, by the way, I have no job. And, oh, by the way, uh, I live with my fa- my parents. So that that really discouraged me from even, like, trying to put myself out there. Again, if, if things go according to plan, you know, I'm going to want to start, like, I, I, I'm not one of those guys that does dating sites and shit like that, right? I don't, I don't think those fucking things work those are all you know trivial and and anyway but where where would you think you mentioned um uh the highlands is kind of like a a place to take i guess uh contemporary dates and stuff like that but like what other like dating what other things to do are there on dates like what other dating like a, uh, theaters or like what what other what other things are there to take a date potentially out there? Well, I mean, so that, that all depends. You got you got to be a little bit <laughs> a little bit more specific. You you asked a, a very broad question. You're like, what could you do on a date? I'm like, well, Amanda, you could do no, like, all places? kinds of things on dates. But uh-huh. so, so here's a bit more specific. It, say, say you wanted to do something specific on a date. I could probably tell you where to go for that, if that makes sense. So like, what, like, what would you like to do? And I could tell you where you would go. I would like to do like music, like music stuff, like music venues. Like obviously right now with COVID and all this shit, everything's locked down. There's no, there's no one doing live music to, to the best of my knowledge. Mm-hmm. But like when, when things go back to normal, like I'd want to go to those kind of things. I'm not one. I don't, I don't do clubs like that. And, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, bars kind of, sort of, not really. But I, my thing is more like to go listen to live music and maybe have a cocktail or two while I'm there. But that's that's something that for sure I would be interested yeah, in doing. Yeah. So, so there's there's a bunch of good music venues in Denver. I mean, and I, I like them because there's there's a lot of sort of like medium sized venues. 
as well as smaller ones. So there, like I said, there, there's a couple uh, on Col- like on that Colfax stretch where you can see, I mean, all, all kinds of music. It's very, very eclectic in what they they select. Uh, there was the Ogden Theater, which would have been a little bit south. Wait, no, am I, am I remembering where the Ogden is? I think so. There, there, on, there, there's also a, a good-sized theater on South Broadway that's a little bit farther south than the Green Mile. The the spot that I I still actually haven't gone to to a concert. I've been there before, but you know, particularly if, it, if it's good weather in Denver, I think a great spot would be Red Rocks. Um, you Ooh, mentioned yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and just to explain what Red Rocks is, it, it is like a natural amphitheater. So the whole thing is just set in in these like uh, in, in, like basically in the side of a mountain. I mean, the whole amphitheater is basically carved out in stone. Like the background, you know, behind the the musical act is, are just these big like rocky outcroppings. So it's a, it's a natural amphitheater. The acoustics are are really cool and just just it's a different feel, right? Like you're you're not in cooped up in a theater. It's all outdoors. Musicians love to go to Red Rocks. Like it's a destination for musicians. They love that venue so much that they book top tier acts regularly. So I think for a date, that would be a cool spot. Like sit out kind of amongst the, the uh, rock formations in nature, like see a really excellent musical act. The only downside is you're, you're a little bit farther out from things. Like, so you probably would have to take a, a longer Uber ride or, or drive. It's not like, uh, like some of the venues on Colfax, you know, you're, you're, you're done and you can just leave and go to a bar or kind of go on your way. You're, you're a little bit closer to the city. Got it. What, what, what else would you want to do on a date? But that, that would be my my, my uh, suggestion, Red Rocks. Um, I, I don't know, man. I'm, I've been out of the dating game for so long. I I don't I don't know where to even begin. You know, like like being especially because I'm a California guy going into a, like a different territory altogether. Like I, the last thing I'd want to do is like, hey, take a girl on a date, and she's like local. She knows how to fucking ski and snowboard and shit. Like I'm like, duh. I don't know what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I got to remind you, 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 you were very hung up on this like local thing and, oh, I'm going to be different. I'm from out of town and everything. It feels like, like 70% of the people who live in Denver are California transplants at this point. So many people moved to Colorado, uh, not just from California, but it's almost stranger now to be like someone who's local and grew up here than it is to, to be from somewhere else. So I just wouldn't stress about that at all. Particularly if you're if you're in the sort of more downtown area, right? Actually, I wouldn't be opposed to like meeting a girl that's at least been there several years and knows it, and for her to kind of show me the ropes. So as far as like going on dates, it'd be like, hey, you, I'd be like, hey, you tell me what fucking cool shit there is to do, and I'm I'm down, I'm in, I'm into it. You know what I mean? So and that's not. So you you want just a a assertive woman who will plan your life for you. Oh no 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 no! That's not what I mean. I just mean like as far as like creative, fun, un- like things that are things that I haven't even thought of, right? That I'm I'm not aware of. Like, like yeah, let's explore some shit. That's another thing I was gonna ask. I am, uh-huh. I'm not. I wouldn't consider myself like a fucking, because I hate I hate people that think like, oh, I'm a foodie, like I'm a foodie. But I will say, for a fact, that I'm way more adventurous of a eater than most people I know. Like most, if not all, the people I've met, like. 
I'm willing to try some crazy shit when it comes to eating. So that's another thing that I'd be like, is there like a, I don't know, a culinary district or something like that where I can go explore like crazy different cuisines, like, I don't know, Indian cuisines. Did, did you say culinary or culinary? Culinary. Culinary? No, not culinary. What the? F- is that even a word? Is culinary a word? I don't know. I was like, maybe there's a special type of cuisine that Mondo eats that. <laughs> yeah, I eat ass. <laughs> it just goes right through him. I don't. I eat ass. No, no, no. Culinary, like, 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 yeah. Like, is there like food? Is there like a food truck district or some shit like that? That's a, a pretty food cool. truck district. Do you know what food I, trucks are? You fuck. Yeah, there's food truck, but like, are you asking? Is like, is there an area of the city that all of the food trucks just congregate? I, there, I don't it, think so. It, it happens out here in LA. That's why I'm asking. It happens out here in LA. Sometimes there's like festivals and a bunch of them get together. Sometimes like there's certain hot spots where you'll have ten of them there on any given Tuesday. You know, shit like that. So it ex- it exists out here. Th- there probably is a spot where you know several food trucks congregate. I'm not a food truck connoisseur like yourself, so I, I, that I couldn't tell you. As as far as just restaurants and food, I I don't think that Denver has like the best of the best in terms of food. Um, like there's pretty good, there's a variety. Uh, I I think as far as seafood, it, it definitely hurts that we're a little bit landlocked here. So I distrust. Like I I do remember I went to a sushi restaurant for a, on a date and. It it was fine, but I was a little distrustful the entire time. I'm like, where did this fish come from? <laughs> how, how long did it take to get here? Yeah, that's one of the things that I would want to ask for sure. You'd have to like, how often is this shit brought in here? Like, how often is it flown in here, or where is it coming from? Like, I I would be the type of dickhead that would ask those questions. Um, when I lived up in Bakersfield, I I asked those questions with the sushi guys that that took care of me. So they'd be like, oh yeah, we get our stuff shipped in twice twice a week or whatever. So I knew what days ago. When it was "quote unquote" the freshest. Yeah, but I, I mean, as far as as food, like all all those areas that I mentioned, we're gonna have uh, a bunch of restaurants as well as bars. Uh, for me, it's a little bit tough because um, when I was dating, you know, I did go out on some restaurants, but it was it was tough. And as soon as as I stopped dating, I stopped going to restaurants because sitting down for even you know an extended meal quickly became very painful so i remember it got to the point <laughs> it got to the point where i would literally drive to my parents house before a date and then i would get my dad to put this like kinesio tape it, it kind of like helps support your muscles and stuff like so he'd like tape up my shoulder and my back because i figured out a way to tape myself so i could like last a little bit longer sitting down before it become really painful and i, d- I eventually got to a point where i'm like i'm fucking getting taped up to go out on dates like this is problematic I, I probably need to stop pretending this isn't a problem and just worry about this first so my, my restaurant knowledge is not uh quite as extensive Boo. as some of my other knowledge what, what about this is there like a like in la la has the quote-unquote la dog like it's the like it's not it's like the local food you gotta try i guess tacos is probably like another la food like is there is there like a denver food like we're known for fucking funnel cakes or some shit like that. Like, is there something that uh, Denver, you know, like Chicago has a Chicago dog and deep dish pizza and shit like that. Is there something that Denver's known for? I don't think really. Um, not in the same way. Correct. Cause I mean, I'm from Philadelphia and then you've, you've got hoagies and cheesesteaks where that's just, uh, it's kind of synonymous with, with Denver. Yeah. Denver does have a, have a, a 
pretty decent sized Hispanic population. So I know like that like uh, Green Chili is really popular here. Is that a chain restaurant or or just no no, no just just the actual dish? Oh okay. Gotcha. And then I, you know what I would say, like maybe like bison or buffalo burgers. Ooh, I want to. I've had I've had bison. Hold on. Either a bison or buffalo steak. I forget which one it was. At, at the Roadhouse, I forget which one it was, but I've had a bison or buffalo steak, and it was good. It was different. It was good. But I want to try that for sure. But yeah, I don't. I don't think Denver has a, a local cuisine. I mean, out of all the positives of Denver. I'd say that the food is not like it's not bad. It, you know, there's some places that I've lived where, shout out to the Midwest, where there, there's just no cuisine at all. It's like, yeah, what are the good restaurants here? And they're like, well, you've got Applebee's, and you've got TGI Fridays. I'm like, that's not, yeah, that's not that, cuisine. Like, no, 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 thanks. I, I can I can have that over here. So so Denver is not in that boat at all. But you know, if you've lived in in the East Coast and you're you're near New York City and and places like that it just doesn't really knock your soft socks uh, see then i'm gonna have to do that on my own be my own little armando zagat guide and and explore places to eat you know stuff like that i don't know that's got that because i like doing that too i like i like for sure i have fun checking out new restaurants and and then once i find one i'll like i'll like frequent it but I, i i always like to find like cool new spots to eat crazy shit damn i just had another question oh yeah yeah out here in LA and and in parts of Southern California, there's a lot of like Indian gaming casinos, that kind of shit. Is mm-hmm. there like is there like gaming or casinos out there, like in the within an hour, give or take, of of Denver? Yes, uh, the closest one I know is called Blackhawk. So it, I'm assuming Wait, that was say that again? Indian gaming. Say, say that again. <laughs> it was Blackhawk. <laughs> so it's it's west it's kind of, it's actually kind of cool it's like up um you know in, in the mountains so past you saw the foothills those are the little baby mountains right up by the city so you got to get past the foothills and then you get to uh to blackhawk that that's the one that i know the best i haven't i don't think i've ever gone how, um, how far remember how far away is that um uh, uh from like lakewood for example <laughs> What I, I feel like it's not that far. Let me let me look it up. But I, I want to say maybe forty minutes. And I know there's some poker casinos and things like that closer in the city. Ooh, that's what I'm looking for. No limit, Texas Hold'em, motherfuckers. Man, I, I have not played poker in the longest time. Yeah, because you're back. Can't can't uh, sit. Spot. The, well, yeah, the, 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 yeah, the neck and head. But it, it would be like the funniest tell where they're like, "Wow, he's really sweating." It's like, no, I'm just about to pass out. Uh, <laughs> just in a lot of pain. So yeah, my ability to to focus uh, would probably not be the best. So yeah, so from Lakewood, it's it's like 35, 40 minutes to Blackhawk. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. It's funny because when I first got out there the first day, um, you were kind of explaining what traffic can be, like what heavy traffic can be like in that area, and you're trying to explain how like you know part like going from Commerce City, for example, to Lakewood can can be you know, 30 to 45 minutes with some shit traffic. I'm like, dude, that's like the, that's like the, that's like good commute on certain days for me out here in Southern California. Like I, there's been times where I've dropped people off at LAX and like I'm struck, stuck in traffic for two hours, leaving LAX trying to get back to Long Beach. Like, and that's like a 15 to 20 mile um, drive, but it takes me two hours. So I like when, uh, when you say like 30 to 45 minutes heavy traffic, I'm like, uh, 
Okay, that's not. <laughs> and what of it? Well, and just for people who aren't familiar with the evolution of Denver, it is drastically different than even even uh, 15 years ago when I first saw the city. It was a, it was kind of like a small to medium sized city, and then a bunch of tech companies relocated here. There was a huge huge job boom, and there were just people moving by the the hundreds. I mean, I think there was like a hundred thousand people a year that moved to Denver for several years straight. And, it, you know, it was a city that I, I think either had a, maybe a, a half million population or maybe a little bit less than that. So when you have 100,000 people moving uh, a year for several years and the city only had a half million people, it, it drastically changes things. So it used to be in Denver, rush hour was actually like a literal hour. There was an hour from like five to six <laughs> where, where there was some traffic and it wasn't even that bad traffic. And that was it. You know, so now it's it's not LA level, but it is much more like a, a big metropolitan city than it once was. Um, j- just to note, I was looking this up. I didn't realize there's a bunch of different casinos in Blackhawk. Blackhawk is a, a where a, a, a town. Bla- where Bla- Bla- Blackhawk? Where Blackhawk? <laughs> it's um, Blackhawk is set in the mountains. Uh, you know, so it's 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 like a very kind of very hard city. Um, it's not that big. It's it's a it's pretty pretty small in terms of population size, but it's very rugged and and hard. And in that, you've got the Blackhawk casinos. And I'm looking there. It looks like there's like five, six, seven of them, maybe. All in that same little uh, city, that little town of Blackhawk. Yeah. Wow. Blackhawk. Black. Bla- yep. Blackhawk. Um, Blackhawk. So I've yeah I've never been there. But I know someone who's actually looking was talking about moving to Blackhawk. Uh, you may or may not have an answer to this one. San Diego is is at least in my mind like the the or the the United States' biggest density as far as like microbrew capital of the U.S. Like it's there's got th- oh thousands. there's a lot of them here. Yeah, right. I understand that because I've talked to some people in regards to my job. Like that's an industry we go after, right? Like the like the food and beverage industry. But literally mm-hmm. in in San Diego, there's like there's got to be like a thousand, if not two thousand, of microbreweries. Like they're just all over the, every fucking block. There's another microbrewery. One opens, one closes. You know, there's a lot of them churning and burning. But I, I, I've heard from talking to the the potential employer that there are several hundred of microbreweries out there. Um, are there any good? And you know what? You probably don't have an answer because you don't drink beer anymore. But to your knowledge, to the best of your knowledge, are there any really good, like? Denver-based or Colorado-based microbreweries in in that area. Like, what are the top? Let's just say three to five, if you know what they are. Well, so I, I couldn't tell you about microbreweries. There's some very good, just full scale breweries in breweries. I like brewery because I think I, I like words that fit what they're describing, and I feel like you can't say the word brewery without sounding at least a little bit drunk. Yeah. Like you, you. No matter how clear-eyed and sober you are, you sound like you're slurring a little bit. Brewery, the breweries. So there's obviously there's the uh, the Coors Brewing Company. That's that's a, a big boy. Yeah, I I did that tour on my very first visit to to Denver. I was really impressed with it. It was cool. It was fun. They give you free beer at the end of it, or they used to at least. Uh, what else? What else you got? I'm trying to remember the names because I, I, with all the health stuff, I haven't drank in 
many, many years. But actually, the last time I drank, it probably was, shoot, which brewery was that? There's there's a brewery um, that is, it's like right next to uh, a trail in Denver. There's this trail that just that kind of uh, runs along a, a, a creek. I remember like, I think, I don't know if I went running with her, my dog or, or whatever, but then we met up with my parents and I was like, well, I don't normally drink beer, but... But when you do, you prefer Dos Equis. It was summer, it was nice, and we were right by this brewery. Crap, what was it exactly? I'm being a bad tour guide. Yeah, There's also a really good a really good brewery in, uh, in Fort Collins that has good beer. How far is Fort Collins from uh, Denver? Like 90 minutes probably oh, okay. with traffic now. Yeah, I don't want to go that far. I'm talking about like in the... Relative, you know, twenty mile, twenty to thirty mile radius of downtown. You asked me a question about uh, about drinking when I I haven't drank for. Damn you! You don't know years. anything about food. You don't know anything about drinking. What good of a yeah? Tour guide I, I know you? it sucks that <laughs> debilitating health problems. I'm I'm on board. I don't like it. <laughs> I you know what? Was it Breckenridge Brewery? Hold on, let me let me look up. I got another one for you. What about skiing, Aaron? How many? Th- you're like I've never been. Skiing. Oh, that well, that I can I can tell you because my dad. Yeah, so no, so I'm it jo- was Breckenridge I'm, Brewery. I'm, 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 jo- I'm joking because. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Breckenridge Brewery was actually very good. I remember I had uh, it, it was like a beer mixed with lemonade, and it was delicious. Beer mixed with lemonade, like a, what are those, uh, like a summer shandy or whatever, like a Leinenkugel? Yeah, you've never had that. So that's like really common in um, in Germany. That was one of the things. I was drinking more when I, when I was in Germany. And there they mix beer with all kinds of, they'll mix it with lemonade. I think they, they mixed it with, was it Sprite? It was, it was some sort of soda. And you wouldn't think it was good, but it, it was actually really tasty. And it lowered the alcohol. And I was like, wow, wow. Like, why did you? Why would you guys do this? And they're like, "Oh, that's this is like for afternoon drinking, so you can have a bunch but not get drunk." I'm like, "Oh, the very, okay." The very first time I had Blue Moon was at the Coors Brewery. Back then, it was it was nowhere near as big as it got. Uh, uh, Blue Moon, like back then, it was probably microbrew level. But doing the tour at the end of it, I remember having it, and they give it to you with the fucking orange wedge or the orange slice, whatever. And I remember thinking mm-hmm. like. Holy shit! This is the, one of the best beers I've ever had. Granted, it's you know beer that was brewed probably that day, maybe a few hours before, and then super chilled. So I'm drinking it from the fucking source. It hasn't been, you know, it hasn't lost its uh, integrity as far as like flavor profile or whatever. And I remember thinking like, dude, this is the fucking best beer I've ever had. And then coming to California, like you can't buy like no one ever even heard of Blue Moon, and before long now it's everywhere. So. I can say that I was, I was part of that movement. The the one thing that I, I always uh, stuck out to me uh, about that brewery in Fort Collins, it's called the New Belgian Brewing Company. Okay, I think I've had New, New Belgian. Don't they do Fat Tire? Is that yes? Okay, yeah, I've had Fat Tire. That is them. I've had like two or three of their beers. They're pretty good. Well, I remember when I when uh, I was younger, I was like, should I just get like a just basic job at the the brewery there because they paid really well, even if you were just like a, a, a grunt and you got, they gave you a $3,000 mountain bike for, it was as like a sign on bonus. Again, regardless of what, what level, um, 
you know, uh, of a position you had. They're just like, here's a really expensive, nice mountain bike for becoming an employee. It's like, huh, I like this place. <laughs> yeah. I don't, not that, so, you know, even then I'm like not that big of a drinker, but like, I like, I like your style, New Belgian Brewing Company. Yeah. I've had, I've had several of their, of their beers and they're all, they're all pretty good. They're all pretty good. I remember one of the, I remember one of the first times I had fat tire was we were actually, we were actually on our way to Denver and on our way from L.A. to Denver, we're like, hey, we're going to stop in Vegas and just spend the night there. And Bollocker bought like, I don't know what it was, a 12 box or 20 box or 24 box of bottles of, of Fat Tire. He was kind of trying to show us like, hey, this is a Colorado you know, brewery or Colorado bre- uh, beer. Fat Tire one of being, like, being one of the more popular ones. And he puts these this box like, he puts it on the i guess the bathroom countertop thing sink but he puts it like where it's it's hanging over the edge of it and for whatever reason he's like unloading the box but from the heavy side first so all the weight came over the side it was hanging on and and basically he he broke like 10 balls of of fat tire oopsies but that's bollocker you know i, I the one thing i will bring up cuz you were asking about different dates before this took an alcoholic turn. Uh, one of the things you definitely can do on a date in Denver is go for a hike, go, you know, go to a trail. Um, and there are a bunch of different places, you know, I think I, particularly there, there are a lot of people who have that sort of outdoorsy, like running, hiking, biking, mountain biking, all that kind of vibe. Like, so that, that's not as weird. Um, Especially if you go to a more populated trail, I I would I wouldn't go to you know ninety minutes two hours away where it's like yeah we'll be all alone out in the the trail in the mountains <laughs> what's wrong where with that? nobody could hear you scream like that might be a little a little bit that? worrisome but yeah I mean if you go to like Red Rocks or something there's there's trails and there'll be people pretty frequently and I I, I do remember uh, I, I I did we did I did go on a date with a, like a girl I've been seeing for a while. At that point, I remember I was like, I, I th- I'm pretty sure I dislike you as a person, <laughs> just like your, your like your basic vibe. Um, I mean, when, this should have been a red flag for me, but I remember like on the first date, she kept talking about how she's like, yeah, I really like to self improve myself, and I'm like, okay, that's good. Like I'm down with that. Like you know, we all want to grow as people, and she's like, and I'm super creative, and I was like, awesome. Like I'm like I, I think I'm creative too. Like what what do you create? And she's like, what? I'm like what? You said you're creative. She's like, yeah, I'm very creative. I'm like, okay, so then what What do you create? Like, implied in the word is is that you engage in the creative process, therefore you create something. So, like, what, like, you know, is, like, is it decorating or, or uh, you know, are you a painter? Or, and she was just very confused by the question. And I ascertained that she doesn't make anything. She doesn't do anything creative. And she seemed confused about what that term meant. Yeah, a lot of. I was like, ugh. Uh, yeah, there's people that tend to do that, like, like, uh, oh, I'm a free spirit. Yeah, you're. You read between the lines. You're like, you 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 think you're a free spirit because you're living at home with your parents and you got money to spend on stupid shit, so you're always traveling. Or 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 I got uh I got uh I'm a nomad. I'm a, I have wanderlust. I like to explore the world. Yeah, you're able to do so not because you have a lot of money, but because mommy and daddy take care of you. Oh, I'm creative. Like what do you create? Uh nothing. I just I think I'm creative very well. Very good. I like how um 
you know, during this interview, they're, you know, they're asking me about, like, my personal hobbies and all this shit. And I tell them I like to read. And they're like, oh, yeah, really, what do you like to read? And I'm like, I'm assuming that they've probably been given uh, that answer before. Like, oh, I like to read. And then people, like, fail to respond with, like, the books they've read. But being that I've been reading, like, actively reading a bunch, I, like, I popped off the, the last few books. And they're like, oh, oh, shit, he actually does read. Um, but, yeah, like, people that like to boast about something that really doesn't really genuinely describe who they are, what their interests are. That relationship, because I think we were going out for a couple months and that ended on a a hike. I I effectively ended that because we were on a trail and there was a sign, I think, that said that there were, I don't remember if it was wolves or coyotes, but it, you know, it said something about that there was wildlife. I don't remember exactly how it came up, but she was like, would you ever shoot a wolf? And in my head, I kind of took a deep breath. And I was like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> this, this is, we're going to, we're not going to, I know the answer she wants. Oh no, there, I would never hurt like a noble wolf. But I, at that point I was like, you know what? Let's, let's not bullshit at all. And I was like, of course I would kill a wolf. She's like, what? And then she spent 20 minutes trying to convince me that she's like, wolves are noble and they're just oh, these wise creatures of the those. forest. And like, we're invading on their territory. And, I, and so to a part, I, I was agreeing. I'm like, oh, we're definitely invading their territory. Um, I mean, we're, we're almost a little bit too dominant as a species. That's creating a whole lot of problems. Like, I am sympathetic for the wolves, but I also want our species to win. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not in the part of like, let's, let's just tear down half of Denver and forest it so wolves have a bigger habitat or anything she, like that. She's probably also the type that thinks it's okay to go up to a deer and pet it or something like that. That was what I was trying to get across because she was like, why would you kill? I'm like, I'm not actively trying to kill a wolf. I'm like, I'm not going to go out looking for a wolf and have a submachine gun and shoot it. But on the flip side, like you understand that wolves would tear you to shreds if they thought it was safe and they could eat you. They're, they're a predatory animal. They hunt in packs. And if they think a prey is going to be easy to take down, they would they would rip you limb from limb. And she's like, no, they're gentle. Like, have you never seen, like, the story about a wolf that <laughs> would go into a village and it became de- – I was like, as a guess, that – Every so often, that does happen. That's that's how we have dogs. You're like that's a Disney movie, bitch. Shut the fuck up. It's this is not that's not that's not reality. I'm sorry. I was a little bit nicer than you, but I also shut that argument down real quick. And she, I could tell she was just getting madder and madder at me. And I was like, I, one, I was excited. I'm like, ooh, I'm reading body language and facial expressions. I'm aware that she's furious right now. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> <You dick. laughs> And I also, the other part was I knew that trail. So I was like, good. We're like, we're near the end. Cause that would have been super awkward if, if it was a long trail. And then you would have had a we, super long, awkward conversation about it. Yeah. We had like two hours to hike back. And I was like, nah, this is probably the last time I'm going to see her. But if not, if she, if she's like, you know what? I thought about it and I looked up wolves and apparently, yeah, they are carnivores and they, they are uh, predatory animals that kill things. And if I had a, if I had to kill a wolf, uh, maybe that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, but that that was not how it played out. That was the last time I saw her, and I was good with it. That was a little bit of a litmus test for me. Very well, very well. Well, I don't have any other. I'm sure there's other. There'll be more questions for me, uh, specific to me, if and when I go out there. That I'm gonna have to be bugging you about. Hey, dude, what do I do here? <laughs> do I need to buy a fucking gas generator in case power goes off because of blizzards or I don't fucking know. 
I'm just no, we're not Texas. I'm thinking out loud. I'm just being an idiot. I'm being a I'm being a non non native transplant right now, a tourist, if you will. Yeah, that was that all happened because Texas was like it could never snow in Texas. Climate change isn't a thing. Oops, fuck. So we're our own repu- we're our own republic. We are we're on our own power grid. Fuck the rest of the country. Well, yeah, and that was the problem. So part of them being on their own power grid was they had no regulations at all. They're just like, we're just going to do what we need to do. And these companies were like, oh, we can make more money if we don't pay to winterize anything. So every form of electricity they had had some issues. Strangely, the, the wind generated had less of an electricity loss than most of the other forms, but it still did because they didn't uh, winterize the turbines so they would keep spinning when it got cold. The natural gas they didn't winterize because they were just like, fuck, we're just going to make a shitload of money. And yeah, it's Texas. It'll never get that cold. And then it did. And their whole power grid almost blew up, like literally blew up. And uh, it, it gets cold in Denver. So all the all the power has been long since winterized here. That's not quite an issue. Blackhawk. You know what? Do you want to? You want me to find out how <laughs> how far it is from Blackhawk to Commerce City? Because I, I, it would be a really long commute, but you would get to say Blackhawk constantly, and I, that might be worth it for you. But why from Commerce City? Uh, oh, sorry. Are you are you being you're being a little secretive? No, but I mean, like, why from Commerce City? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna want to go from Blackhawk to Commerce. Like, I'm not gonna go from work to casinos. You know what I mean? No, no I'm saying you should live. You could just live in Blackhawk. Oh, gotcha. So, so that way Black you Hawk. just get to say Blackhawk constantly. Blackhawk. Oh, Mondo, where are you living? Oh, I got a, a place to live in Blackhawk. Blackhawk. Hey, come pick me up. I live in Blackhawk. Hey, where are you from? Blackhawk. Do you have any big plans for the weekend? Blackhawk. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what if you replace Blackhawk with a, a word of a famous quote? What were the say hello to my little Blackhawk? <laughs> A black hawk a day keeps the doctor away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, I don't have anything else. Hey, y'all. This has been the Degenerous Clubhouse. Black hawk. <laughs> black hawk edition. Yep. Thanks for uh, listening to us again. Sorry it's a shorter episode, but it's a shorter week for us, too. But thanks for listening. Talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye. Black hawk. Hey everyone, Mondo here. I just want to take the time to say on behalf of myself and Aaron that we appreciate everyone who's taken the time to listen to our podcast. We know there's hundreds of thousands of podcasts to choose from, but you took some time out of your day to listen to us ramble on. Please share our podcast, like and subscribe, follow us on all our social media platforms and all that jazz. Whether you love us, hate us, agree with our opinions or disagree, we still love you. 